Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Understanding Today's Narcissist. Brought to you in part by psychcentral.com. And now here's your host, Christine Hammond. Welcome back to our series on narcissistic abuse tactics. And so today we're going to be talking about spiritual abuse. This is kind of a delicate area because it doesn't really matter what the spirituality is or what the religion is. Um, What matters is how a person uses it against someone else. And so we're going to really try and focus on that aspect of it. Because sometimes, you know, a narcissist will demand some kind of spiritual perfectionism. Um, and they will tell you that you're not going to be accepted, or they might have implausible spiritual expectations that you have to live up to. So your religion or your spirituality should be a, a source of peace and companionship. But now when it becomes abusive, it might be a sense of insecurity. It might be a sense of um, comparison. It might be a sense of frustration instead of your peace and comfort that you're trying to gain from it. You might, you where you used to find security in your faith, there now might be only like rituals and ceremonies. So how in the world did this happen? Well, we're going to talk about how a narcissist actually does this. And we're going to go through the different kinds. And remember, the religion does not matter. Um, This happens in Christian religions, in Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu, Jewish, even some minor sects such as Mormon, Taoism, Confucianism, New Age. All of these can be used. And I've even seen this even for atheists, for agnostics as well, for those who don't believe in God, because there is, even if you don't believe in some level of spirituality, there can be an abusive nature to it. So let's talk about exactly what I mean by that. In the beginning, it begins with what I call dichotomous thinking which is dividing people into two parts, those who agree with the narcissist beliefs and those who don't. Interestingly, only the narcissist is the judge and the jury of who belongs on which side. Your opinion is insignificant in that matter. So so it starts with this kind of like black and white thinking. Then it moves on. Then the narcissist starts making fun of or belittling or showing prejudice towards other people's beliefs. This tactic is done to remind you that if you change your views on what you believe from a spiritual sense, that you're going to get treated similarly to them. Then suddenly the narcissist becomes more elitist and refuses to associate with people or groups that they might consider to be impure or unholy. They might prefer isolation and insist you do the same 
while condemning others who don't. So they might say, well, those people are just not up to our standards or we're better than them or we're more mature in our faith. And therefore, we have to separate ourselves from those common people. Next, the narcissist requires that you completely adopt their point of view. So there is no room for differing opinions or questioning their authority. Any voicing of opinions to the contrary are met with threats of abandonment or divorce. There is no free will for you to choose how you want to worship, in what way you want to worship, or even if you want to worship at all. Uh, It's only you must adopt their strict point of view. This demands of total submission. um, They demand total submission without any question whatsoever. You're not free to question their authority. Any attempt to do so is met with spiritual, physical, and or verbal discipline. Name-calling, chastising, and the silent treatment are very common maneuvers to kind of keep you in compliance. Then the narcissist is no longer satisfied with private dominion, but instead needs the appearance of the public, um, uh, the appearance of power in public. So they expect very strict adherence to whatever image they have created, regardless of the accuracy of that image. So it might be that you have to dress a certain way. You have to look a certain way. You can't go to a certain place or you can't eat at a certain restaurant. Um, You have to um, walk a certain way. Um, So it's a very strict adherence that has no basis in the religion whatsoever. It rather is this strict um, guideline that's very legalistic and dogmatic so that the narcissist winds up looking good. That's the only that's the only justification for it. Even the slightest hint of challenging their facade is then met with very quick and cruel reprimands um, that you are not being good enough, that you're not spiritual enough, that you're not at their level, that somehow you're not trusting their judgment or you're not following their lead. To further intimidate, the narcissist even labels people who don't comply with their beliefs as being disobedient as being rebellious, as lacking faith, or having demons, or being enemies of the faith. This is done in front of others to kind of reinforce their opinions and to instill this fear both inside and outside the family that everybody must submit to exactly what the narcissist demands in regards to their spiritual expectations. There is this huge emphasis on public performance. They demand perfection and happiness at all times. Religious activities such as attending church, um, having extreme demands, having excessive expectations, and being very rigid are, are very common. There are no allowances given for even grieving over the loss of a friend or a relative because that's outside of what they consider to be acceptable or normal. Everything they do is right and everything the other person does is wrong. Strict adherence to their rules and regulations are commanded with absolute statements about insignificant issues such as hair color or hairstyle. And non-compliance is met with severe discipline. Um, And in some cases, it could be even met with excommunication, which is popular in some religions. To even further segregate, The narcissist uses secrecy 
or might withhold information to only a few select what they deem as being worthy individuals. Sometimes they might require proof of advanced spirituality or some deeper level of commitment before that they're going to share. And they make it sound like this exclusive group that only a handful of people can belong to. Questioning the narcissist is actually worse than questioning the religion itself. Blind obedience to the narcissist is, is expected as their opinion is far more important than the religion itself. In essence, they have replaced your religion with themselves and you are basically expected to worship them or to worship whatever they tell you to worship. The narcissist then frequently uses their religion, their religious position of authority to um, for their own personal benefit, which is often financial. So sometimes they will justify this behavior by saying that they deserve it because they are better than others. That's why they should get paid a certain amount or they should have certain benefits. You, however, will not be included in this because even your best is not good enough for the narcissist. For the narcissist, the end always justifies the means. So sometimes they even engage in criminal misconduct or cover up the transgression of others in the name of their religion. I actually um, read reports of one particular university who covered up um, rape and incest within their own university because they didn't want exposure of it. And they even said that their law is scripture and they don't have to adhere to the common law of man, which says that those things are not only inappropriate, but they're illegal and criminal. So this might include covering up other examples of sexual abuse, physical abuse, financial felonies, and even misdemeanors. They believe that they are above the law and therefore they don't have to submit to the law in any kind of way. They can actually subvert it. To complete the isolation, estrangement from extended family members and friends outside of the religion is absolute mandatory. So this might include shunning or alienation or persecution. You are completely alone now with only them as the voice in their life. And and that's exactly what they want. They are the only voice in your life. At the end of this, you'll probably find that you have lost your own beliefs and that your religious growth is stagnant due to the constant abuse by the narcissist. It's not unusual for you to question your faith and even abandon it due to the sadistic manner in which it has been abused. But you don't have to tolerate religious abuse. Study what I talked about, understand what it is, and don't allow a narcissist to destroy your faith. It is far too precious for them to steal your joy. Thanks for listening to Understanding Today's Narcissist with Christine Hammond. Brought to you in part by PsychCentral.com. For more information, visit GrowWithChristine.com. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.